Welcome into another edition of the Stephanie Gately Show podcast here on WFEV Sports. I'm your host, DJ Sixsmith. Coach Gately is here with us. we got a special guest, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But, Coach, your team is on a nice winning streak. What's it been like getting your team back on track? You know, I think we talked about, you know, you know, last week, the fact that the I, I really do believe the Hostra game, you know, lit a fire and I think ignited us. And, you know, on all honesty, defensively, I don't know if we could have done much better than we did against Holy Cross. And when you play defense like that and you shoot well, then, you know, the outcome was what it was. I thought we beat a very good team. And I told the team I knew it was going to be a hard fight, but we really took them out of their game. And I thought we did a terrific job against Holy Cross. And going back to that game, Crusaders undefeated going into it. And you guys just made him look like a team that hadn't won a game all season long. I mean, what was the key in doing that so easily on the road, especially? Well, they were a team that were beating their opponents by an average of 20 points. And they had just out-rebounded a very athletic team, Northeastern, by 24 two nights before that. So, And the other thing that was an incredible, incredible statistic for them is that they're number one in the country in assists, so they really don't turn the ball over much. And so every category that they were successful in is a making of a great team. So for us... We needed to kind of exploit some of the, what we felt were their weaknesses, and I think our kids carried the game plan out to a T. Now, one of those players was Abigail Corning, and she's had some good offensive games, Coach, but she missed one shot the entire game. How nice of it to see Abigail doing her thing once again. Well, we had Abigail's army in the stands, and I think that had a lot to do with it. But Abigail, I mean, there's just you – know, you can never say enough about Abigail and, you know, what she brings to the team. She really is such a spark, and, she, you know, she's the heart, you know, and maybe Aaron's the soul. There's her heart and soul of the team. And, and I just really believe that, you know, the kids feed off of her energy, and there's just never say die in her. And so I was, I'm glad that she was able to play well in front of her fans and her hometown, you know, friends. Um, but I'm not surprised by her effort because she consistently gives us effort like that. And someone who hasn't been so consistent is Sam Clark, but she probably had one of her best games of the year against Holy Cross. She was really doing her thing inside and outside and defensively as well. What do you think is going to be the key in her in continuing to stay on this path? Continuing to challenge Sam. I mean, Sam's been kind of like a roller coaster. She's been up, she's been down. I, I think she's had two back-to-back consistent games with, with Cincinnati and Holy Cross, so I'm hoping that's the trend that will continue. Um, so, I mean, Sam is capable of being an 11-7 and seven kid every night, 11.7 rebounds every night. That's the numbers. And you can't be on those numbers every night because it just depends on how you're being defended, what your foul situation is. But that's the number she's capable of bringing. Now, Coach, one of the big points we made last year was the lack of bench players you had. This year, how would you equate how things have gone with the bench and trying to use some players that haven't seen as much time? How do you think that will all shake out as the weeks continue to go on in the season? Well, I think Mary's been a nice compliment to Sam. I think Mary's been a terrific compliment to Sam. I think Taryn Duran has, has stepped up her game and is playing with a whole lot of confidence, and, I, and therefore I'm more confident in her. And so she's going she's getting more meaningful minutes. And, and the freshmen, as they come along, both Danielle's, Padovano and Burns and, and Alina, I just think we see a great spark. And now that Brianna Jordan's back, it, it gives us another mix in, in at the guard position. Now, Coach, for the second straight week, you don't have a game on Wednesday, so finals are going on. It's a little bit of a busy time. What's it been like trying to get everybody focused and staying on the same page during such a rough time academically? I just think that you have to put yourself in the mind of the student-athlete. I mean, that, that's why we gave him two days off, and, and I mix things up. I, I make everything competitive. I had Aaron and Abigail pick teams so that they can, you know, make it a little bit different because you realize that their minds really are, you know, preoccupied. So we just want to use it as an opportunity to get a sweat, work out, try to get better. You know, tomorrow we'll start to zone in on uh, Illinois State. And speaking of Illinois State, that game's coming up on Sunday. 
You've done a little bit of work on them. What can we expect in that matchup? Why did you choose to have this out-of-conference opponent come to the Bronx? Well, Illinois State was coming to play Princeton, and they needed a second game. And they were, you know, last year they were a terrific team that went to the NIT, and they were a great RPI team. And their record is no indication of the team that we're going to face. I mean, they're 1-5, but they've played some really difficult games. They played Penn State very well. They lost a tough one to Colorado State. They beat Florida. So it's a team that I, I really do believe are going to have our hands full. Um, so I think it's just going to be really important that we zero in and, and zone in on the, on the little things. DJ Sixsmith here with head coach Stephanie Gately. So, Coach, we know that family is so important to you. You have a very special guest here today. It's your mother. Just talk about how important she's been in your life and creating the coach you are today. You know, it's, it's, I think a coach encompasses a lot of things. I mean, I think the actual basketball part is something that, you know, you grow because with the game. But I think it's about caring about people. Like, I remember a story when I was in eighth grade, and I, I've never forgotten the story. Like, I was up in my room and I was just crying, you know, I don't know why, just randomly crying. I was in my, you know, eighth grade, weird age, you know, and, and my mom came up. She goes, what's wrong? I said, Mom, I just don't know. I'm just scared because I'm growing up so fast and time's going by so fast. And I just never forgot the moment when she said to me, just be the best person you can be every day. And that was instilled at a young age from my mom and dad that our role was to try to help somebody else every day. And I'd never forgotten that. And therefore, I try to, you know, to live that way every single day. And I feel very fortunate to have the family I have. I know my sister Courtney's listening because she lives, lives and breathes for what we do. And she's coming over. We can't wait to see her family. And the rest of my family, I'm just so close with my brothers and sisters. And I'm just really fortunate and really blessed to have such a great support system. But, of course, my mom's the matriarch. And, you know, my dad was a huge influence on my life. And, and my mom obviously is as well. And so, therefore, I think I really do believe you're a reflection of your parents. And I feel very fortunate to, to, to feel that I reflect what she brought to us. Let's let's get mom in here. So, I can't to, like <laughs> <laughs> to see your daughter rebuild this Fordham program, what's it been like for you to watch this from the outside? Oh my God, I think it's so wonderful because I thought she was up for it. I mean, she does everything so well. I think she's a wonderful coach. She's great to the girls. She's terrific to them. After they graduate, she never lets them out of her life. But I was I was waiting for this, and I can't wait. Every game, I'm mm, so anxious, so anxious about. And how great is it for you to be able to spend this time with your daughter? Obviously, your husband's not here anymore, but do you feel that his legacy lives on in oh, your daughter? Oh, my God, definitely with everybody. We, I mean, he was great. Everybody loved him. Everybody was, how's Harry? How's Harry? We still talk about him. We laugh with him, and we talk with him. He's, he's there with us all the time. Now, looking back at last season, to see your daughter's team go all the way to the Atlantic 10 Championship and go to the Sweet 16 of the WNIT, I mean, could you have ever imagined that your daughter would get to this point at Fordham? Definitely not. I, the, I came to games a year before, and I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there were a couple of girls that I thought, I didn't like the way they played it. <laughs> so then uh, the next year I saw this girl, and I thought she was great. And I said, Steffi, what, how did you change? I told her defense. And she went from not being able to play to a great player, and the whole team all played together like that. They were great. We, I loved it. Now, Mom, my question, did you ever have any game yourself? I mean, were you ever getting out there on the court? Could you still take your daughter one-on-one? -on -one? Oh yes. <laughs> of I could still beat her. <laughs> and then she woke I, up from that dream, DJ. I played, I played soccer, hockey, and basketball. And that, they were years and years ago. And my dad was present a little like the baseball fields in Ocean City are named after him. So it's, it's going to have a legacy in Ocean City through my mom and dad. And so, again, again, our fortunate fortunate to have the family and support system I do with you know my mom and dad and my brothers and sisters. And, and what Debbie says is right. All of our kids help other people, which I love. I think it's great. But so many kids need help. That's the Gately motto right there. All right, Coach, let's wrap things up here. 
What's the main message for your team this week to continue its winning streak? Defense. I mean, I think our kids – I had one of my former players that I coached at LIU. She texted me last night just saying, you know, Coach, we're number one in the state of Florida. What do I do to, to keep the kids motivated? I said, you got to remind them of what your standards are. You know, it's not about necessarily winning the next game because winning takes care of itself if you stay true to your standards. You know, we have standards. We have standards that we're going to play defense. We're going to play like a team. We're going to leave it out there. I told the kids I'm never going to have to coach attitude and effort. That should be something I never have to coach. That should be something that's brought every single day. So with us, you know, we're going to focus on setting our standards. We know we have a very good Illinois State team coming in. We know we have a very difficult game in our crosstown rival with Manhattan next week. So we haven't lost sight of that. But we've respected their finals time. Now they need respect that it's game time. There you have it, folks. Head coach Stephanie Gately and her wonderful mother. Ladies, thank you so much. Back here on the Stephanie Gately Show podcast, DJ Sixsmith here with you. So it's time to get the freshmen involved. We have Hannah Mystery, Danielle Padovano. Hannah, let's start off with you. It's been quite, quite an incredible season for you. You've come out, really shown your prowess from three-point range. So what do you think has been the most difficult part of transitioning from high school to college? Um, I think the, the toughest part of the transition was definitely the increase in physicality um, to the college game. Like in high school, everyone was smaller than me. Like I could do different things. And now it's just people are posting me up. People are stronger than me. The lifting has gotten more so harder. So I think definitely that. But other than that, like, I mean, just the shooting, like the time that I have to shoot is about the same. I mean, but it, it was a big adjustment. And Danielle, for you, you go from playing all the time in high school to now coming off the bench as a role player. And it seems like you've really found a nice role in that. So what's it been like for you transitioning to Fordham? Um, it's been difficult, but I think, you know, as the days go on, you know, we're finishing our first semester. I think, you know, now we're getting a good grasp. Um, you know, I know that, you know, my role has come in to you know, do what I need to do the team together and you know pick up so <laughs> um, um, so yeah I mean it's been great I think the beginning was really hard but now it's been getting better so guys as we look at this season team's been on a nice little winning streak looking back at that Hofstra game that's when coach Gately had her most visceral reaction tearing up the stat sheet so how much did that impact you guys in really getting back in order and getting on this winning streak um, unfortunately, I think we needed that just to, um, to build off that. I mean, that was probably one of the, our worst games this season. Coach said it's the worst game she's ever seen. So I think we really needed that because we, we can only go up from there. I mean, it was, it was a tough loss, but we really fought back. We really found who we are after that game. And Danielle, when you look at this winning streak, what do you think have been some of the keys in getting the team really in a groove and where it needs to be for the rest of the season? Um, I think just, you know, knowing where our standards lie and how – you know, we need to bring it every game. We need to play the way we play. We need to set the tone on defense and, you know, play off of that. And now, there have been a lot of memorable moments already this year. Let's go back to the summer where you guys were traveling all over the world. I want to know what was your favorite part about the World Tour. Hannah, let's start off with you. My favorite part was definitely Fiji because I'm a beach girl. So that was my favorite. I mean, that was more relaxing. That was uh, less basketball, more free time. And I think the clinic was definitely my favorite part, just seeing those children out there with no shoes on, uh, just torn clothes, but they were the happiest that they could be. And it really was touching to all of us um, to be able to work with them and see how happy they are with what little they have. And it really impacted all of us. And how about you, Danielle? Um, my favorite part was probably going to New Zealand to see Erin, where she comes from, where her family and where she comes from. Um, you know, playing there, we played in front of a full crowd. It was loud, it was exciting. Um, it was really great. And so looking at some of the other big moments, you guys played at Penn State pretty early on. I mean, Penn State is a nationally ranked team, so what was it like? A little bit of culture shock, I can imagine, playing against such a good team. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that was the first time playing in such a big arena for most of us. I mean, like we've played in small tournaments here yeah. and there at big places, but playing a meaningful college game at such a huge place, it was it was awesome. Like they had the light show, they had all their their the fans. It was crazy, but it, it was really cool. It was a cool experience. I mean, and we know where we are. We know where we stand. It was a really good game. I mean, if you didn't see the score up there, you wouldn't know what how that ended because we played really well. I mean, that was definitely a huge game for us. Yeah, looking back on that game, you guys were down just 10 at the half. So, Danielle, as a freshman, just thrown right into the fire in that game, how important do you think that experience has been in helping you build and get really confident for the rest of the season? I think just, you know, being able to play there and play in front of a big crowd and, you know, against a great team, very physical team, I think, you know, prepared us in the way we look at the games going forward. You know, we played as well as we could there. We fought, we fought as hard as we could. And, you know, just to bring that to every game. Now let's talk about Thanksgiving. Danielle, I'll start off with you. Both you guys had family there in Vegas. It seems a strange place to spend Thanksgiving. I don't know who would want to go there willingly, but you guys are able to win the tournament in Las Vegas. So, Danielle, what was it like not only winning but having your family along for the ride as well? It was great. You know, It was great to have my family there and to spend that time with them, but it was also great to spend time with the team also. And, you know, this was the first holiday tournament win for, um, I guess, Fordham. And... It was, I mean, it was exciting to be part of that, and it was exciting to be the first, and, you know, we had great games out there, and it was great. And Hannah, when you look back at the wins over UNLV and Cincinnati, were you surprised at how well your team played against some schools from bigger conferences, you know, the BCS conferences? Yeah, I mean, we've always had trouble on the road. We haven't really, I think that was one of our first road games, I mean, and we came out really strong after a few flat practices at UNLV, I mean, and it was it was just a great team win. We we all played really well. We all contributed. I mean, and it it was shocking, but I'm not surprised at how well we played. And speaking of road victories, last Sunday at Holy Cross, you guys take down an undefeated team, and you may look pretty easy. Were you surprised at how well you guys were able to gel, and how much of a lead you guys had built? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, Coach Gately gave us a lot of things to be motivated about. All the stats of the career of how like we were like 40 and 9 against them throughout our entire years but I think uh, we had a really good jump on them and we just built on it and I think we played really well. And Danielle, you know, being one of the leaders of the bench group and coming out there and you and Danielle Burns as well. I mean, what's it been like to really solidify the bench to give the starters and Hannah and everybody else there some minutes to get a, you know, some rest and really get going. I think it's just important to, you know, make sure we get in, keep up the tempo, keep, you know, battling inside. I think that, you know, no let-ups is kind of our focus and make sure we come in and do what we need to do. Now, looking forward, Illinois State comes on Sunday. You guys are going through finals for the first time. So what's that stress been like? Tell the people at home how miserable it is. <laughs> oh, it's interesting. <laughs> Spending countless hours in the library. I'll go to sleep. Danielle won't be there. I'll wake up. She won't be there. She'll be in the library. I mean, it's definitely something we're adjusting to, and we're going to see what it's like for the future. But I, th I think we're handling it really well. And Danielle, for you spending all those hours in the library, I'm curious, what's the toughest part for you about balancing basketball and schoolwork at this point in the semester? Um, you know, probably, I mean, sleep is the hardest part. <laughs> it doesn't happen. <laughs> kind of lacking, but, um, you know, just making sure we, you know, I focus on what I need to do. You know, when we're in practice, it's practice time. When I'm um, doing homework, it's homework time. So just being able to make sure that, you know, I forget about everything else and focus on what I have to do at the time. Now, this is the first time you guys have been on the podcast, so I want to talk about Coach Gately. How does she differ from coaches you've had in the past, and what do you think is her most redeeming quality? What do you love most about Coach Gately? 
Oh, Coach Gately. <laughs> she is. She was really welcoming. She's very honest. She told me what I had to do to get better, and she really helped me become who I am. A couple months ago, I was really, like, I was struggling really bad. Like, there was things I just couldn't do. I was upset. But, like, she, I think she really helped me through that tough time. And, Danielle, what about for you? What has Coach Gately done in really helping you be comfortable here at Fordham? Um, I think just, you know, telling me, you know, helping me out when I'm having my bad days and, you know, relying on me to, you know, pick myself up and, you know, all the things that she's learned that she's teaching us. I'm learning so many new things that I would never have even imagined before and, and um, it's just been really great. All right. It's been a lot of fun, guys, but it's time to wrap things up. You're on a nice winning streak right now. What's most important in keeping things rolling? Hannah, let's start off with you. Um, we just need to know where we're going. We need to keep our standards high. Um, we just have to keep playing how we are, no let-ups. Just like Danielle said before, coach tells us all the time, and just keep playing our best. Mm -hmm. I think just, you know, knowing how good we are, how good we can play, and, you know, going out and doing that every game we can, every practice, all the time. There you have it. The fab freshman, Hannah Mystery, <laughs> Danielle Padovano. Guys, thanks so much.